Welcome to the 1 through 10 podcast, where tech entrepreneurs Matt Fortnow and Joe Marcus discuss business with entrepreneurs, athletes, and celebrities who rate random topics from 1 through 10. Welcome to the 1 through 10 podcast. I am Joe Marcus. With me is Matt Fortnow. Our guest today is Chase Matten. Chase, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? How you doing? Thanks for being here with us. How's your day been today? Uh, it's been pretty good. Just got a washer dryer delivered, so it's a step up in adult life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's important. Washer dryers in unit is very, very important. Can you give a little introduction about kind of who you are for our audience that may not be too familiar with you, where they can find you on socials, and we'll get into all the fun stuff of, of that. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, so my name is Chase Matson. Uh, you can find me on every single social platform, just my name. I got lucky with that one. I started modeling when I was about 17, 18, and then I've been doing that ever since. I am a dad to two beautiful little girls, Hazel and Nora. I am one of six kids in my family. There are five boys and one girl. I grew up in Ontario, California, and then I moved to Orange County, California, my junior year of high school. Finished that out there. I did one year of college. Wasn't really interested in anything that they were teaching me, so I went off and did my own thing. Now I'm engaged to my best friend, Kellyanne Stankus, and we are getting married next year. And right, Yeah, next summer. I was going to say the day, but we, we've been trying to keep that a little under wraps. But yeah, no, so now we're, we're doing that. Um, transitioning over from modeling uh, into acting and doing focusing a lot on social media right now, too. So how did you get into modeling initially? I was scouted at Starbucks. <laughs> really? In California? Yeah, at, at the Irvine Spectrum. So someone just said, hey, would you like to be a model? I, I just got off my shift at Hollister, and I walked over there to get a drink. I, I was waiting for my ex at the time because she was working at the same place. And this dude was just staring at me like super weak. Like, you know how people stare? You're like, okay, they're just staring. But this dude was like starstruck, like scary. Staring. I was like, all right, I need to get out of here. Like, I don't know. This just creeped me out. And then I leave and then I just turn around. And I see him chasing after me. I was like, am I going to have to fight somebody? <laughs> Wait, like, out. how old was this dude? I think he was like 28 at the time. Uh -huh. I was 17. So I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then he just like kind of tapped me on the shoulder and was just like, you ever been interested in modeling? And I was like, nah. Not at all. He was like, all right, well, if you ever are, he was like, give me his old spiel and gave me his card. And I was like, okay, cool. And then like a few months later, I got a new wallet for my birthday. Men don't really clean out our wallets too often until we get a new wallet. So I found Very his card. Oh, I'll give him a shout. Like, why not? I'm not doing anything else. I just quit all my other jobs because I was like, I don't want to bust tables anymore. I didn't want to like work the Ferris wheel at the spectrum anymore either. So I was like, I'll give him a call. So what, what was your first modeling gig? My first gig was actually the Abercrombie campaign. Wow, that's pretty big for your first one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I didn't know anything went into it, so I was just kind of like nervous, but kind of like coached me through everything when I was there and then figured out how to model and get my angles right. And then they put my photo up in the store, which is, I was like, that's weird because I worked there all these years and now it's like my photos up there. So it's kind of a surreal moment. So it's kind of cool. Were you one of the guys, like the greeters in the front of the stores with their shirts oh, off? That that was actually fun. I didn't just do it here in California. They sent me over to Korea, China, and Japan to shirtless greet and open stores for them over there. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's... that was pretty. The girls constantly, like, hit on you? Oh, they just want pictures? Like, is that overwhelming? Because I'm assuming it's just a line of girls just to take pictures with you, right? 
I mean, over in like Korea and China and Japan, they're just like starstruck because we're just like super tall dudes. And then we're all like super jacked. So they're like, who are these like godlike people from America coming over here? And so they just all want to take a picture of us because we were shirtless the entire time, walking the whole city. So they're like, this is not normal. Damn. So, but in America, when you did it, was it mostly selfies? Was it tourist? Or was it just kind of a mix of everything? I did it at, at the Irvine Spectrum for Hollister. I've done it. And then Southwest Plaza for Abercrombie, I did it too. But yeah, it was like selfies and stuff or like mostly like just whatever you take a photo with people. But yeah, there was a lot of, there's a lot of tours at the one in Abercrombie because it's like a huge, like bougie fashion mall. So there's a lot of people that go over there for shopping. And anyway, I kind of just stayed in the store at that one. I didn't get to like really walk around. And I only ever did that for like Black Friday. So you said now you're transitioning over to acting? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of self-tapes and stuff right now. Everything kind of shut down last year because of COVID, obviously. So I was like in classes and stuff. So, But now everything's online and virtual. So I'm doing a lot of self-tape auditions and submissions and stuff like that. What kind of roles are you, are you going for? Honestly, anything that they kind of submit me for, they think that like would best fit me. That's that's good when you could see like a role. It just doesn't, you know, because you have some actors out in LA that will literally just take anything that they could get. I think that really hurts their really, career. I want to be a superhero in a movie. I want to be like that light, that light character in the room and stuff. So you want to like, be the Chris Hemsworth. If they ever do a movie on Thor and his younger days, I'm available. So you'd be a great fit for that. So in, you mentioned you had a big family. Are, you, are your siblings also in the business? No, they are not. They're not. They be in that business. No. Um, we're Yeah, we're siblings, but we're all very different. Very, really? very different. Yeah, very different. My two older brothers are like, they are in construction. My brother actually, my older brother actually like builds a lot of elementary schools in Palm Springs and Palm Desert. So he's out that way. And then my younger brother is studying to be in the sheriff's academy he wants to be a, a cop and then my youngest brother is actually moving to new york because he wants to get out of california he hates it my sister just came back from penn state she's going to chapman university so she's studying to be a criminal lawyer or something i don't know we're all very just like it's just so different everyone's yeah. got their own crazy adventure that's great that's it's a big family six people wow yeah and does your does your mom talk like since you're like the model is your mom constantly showing your picture to all her friends this is my son this is you know this is constantly just bragging about you all just uh, so easy because you're, you're so you're everywhere i don't think she walks around and just like brags about me like that but mm -hmm. i i'm on a lot of romance not like covers of books so i gave her one and a lot of her like bosses and like subordinates come in and they're like who's that on the book and she's like it's my son and then they're like <laughs> <laughs> so then she like starts talking about like me and my career when they see the book it's kind of funny that's a good segue into it yeah that's yeah. cool so other <laughs> than the the modeling and the acting and, and growing your socials are you have any other entrepreneurial projects going on between that and being a dad now that kind of takes up a lot of my time i do restore classic cars in my garage as like a little hobby so oh, that nice. is i do on my free time what car are you working on now well during covid i restored five cars 1927 bugatti 1975 Chevy Camaro and it's Pontiac Le Mans and then in my garage right now is a 74 Corvette Stingray. Oh nice what do you do with the cars you, you flip them? I flip them if they need like a lot of cosmetic work it'll take me a little while like my Corvette I've been working on it for two years but the other ones they just need a little bit of engine love and some like minor cosmetic work and I just flipped them really fast. 
you make a nice profit on the flip yeah like one of my camaros i bought it for 1200 and then i wrapped it myself for 400 dollars, and then i dropped a new engine in it for two grand and i sold it for 10 oh nice you, you're doing this all yourself you're not having this is like a one-man project me and my brothers yeah they'll come over and help me out in the garage but yeah this is we just do it ourselves all the parts are just right at autozone o'reilly so you don't have to like ship them in or anything you just go down the street and get it so you're pretty handy you're not calling a handyman to come to your house to fix something you're super dad. You fix everything. Yeah, I'll do it myself. I love to hear that. I wish I could figure that out. You know, we like remodel their house like twice growing up. So I know how to do I know how to do everything up until electrical. That's the only thing I still have not been able to figure out. That's dangerous electrical. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to mess with that. You know, I'll just call a professional for electrical work. I don't want to electrocute myself <laughs> or set my house on fire. Yeah. I, I love fixing stuff too. Once the dryer wasn't working, so I watched this YouTube video and I actually soldered the motherboard of the of the dryer based on the YouTube video. And now the dryer works. That's dope. Yeah, I would watch some YouTube videos. I actually went out and picked up a cherry picker to put a whole new engine in myself and just figured it out. I was like, okay, cool. It works. Oh my God. Yeah, cool. I'd be terrified. I'd be afraid that I just ruined the whole thing or I would just blow up. I got to be more handy. That's something I got to work on. I wish I could be... If I could build a car, I'd be, I would change oh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, if you could build a car, you're golden. Right? Yeah. That's like, got to be like the top tier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, it's like the fastest way to learn is being hands-on, figuring it out. I got to come to California and just start working on some cars. Whenever I take something apart, I just work backwards, putting it back together. I got to go take a few weeks out in California, just work on cars, clear my head, no social media. <laughs> that sounds incredible, honestly. That's literally all I did during COVID. I was just in my garage. We, we talked to a lot of people in the, in the influencer world and in the entertainment industry, and a lot of them have been asking, what's the key to building a social media following? Obviously, there's a lot of different roads you could take when it comes to building a following on social media. What would you recommend to a newer person in the modeling industry trying to break out? I mean, the modeling industry is crazy. I'm sure you know it's insane. Is there anything you could recommend people to, that they could stand out in the industry on social media, in the modeling world to really make something of themselves other than just being a part of these millions of people trying to do it for social media i would say consistency like be on top of your game like constantly posting people don't realize that on instagram especially that the ceo came out and was like you need to be posting reels otherwise you're not going to get noticed he's like post reels all the time every day post reels 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 and i've noticed that whenever i post reels that my following starts going starts shooting up to the roof so i usually kind of sometimes take some of my tiktoks and just transition them over to instagram um, and i'll just remove the watermark but you just have to be consistent on social media constantly posting all the time don't just do like one static post and get off you have to do at least three to five stories a day, at least a post a day, two or three, two to three reels, like a week, like at minimum. And then that's just Instagram. You just got to have be like motivated and consistent. And that's what social media with modeling. It's difficult because not everybody has a mindset to like be said no to in modeling. It's kind of like, oh, you said no to it's like, oh, you're just you're just shot in the heart and you're done. You're like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. You're going to get said no to a lot of times. And don't just don't quit and don't be like depleted. Like just keep pushing, keep pushing. It, it took me two years. Like when I was, when I first started modeling up until I booked my first Abercrombie campaign, I didn't make any money with modeling. Really? Nothing. You're just no. doing it just as experience. Grinding and grinding and grinding and trying to learn 
like my angles and how I should pose myself and also getting in shape for a guy is a huge plus. You need to be in shape for a guy. Women is all across the board. So women are, women are good. But for a guy, they want like you to definitely be like in shape. Unfortunately, that's just the industry. Wow. So you gotta, you gotta start young and just be okay with whatever goes with it. Not about money. You're just going for the experience at first. I want to necessarily say young, but you want to look young in modeling. True. Uh, have that like that aspect to look young. If you look older, then ride with looking older because then you can book a lot of the older jobs, like the dad jobs, alcohol jobs. Like I, I can't book any alcohol jobs right now because I can't. I don't have any like beard. Like I still look like a kid. You even can't though I'm a beard. I nope. This is it right here. I got some scruff, and that's about it. <laughs> I, I get any longer, it gets crazy. So I just, I just shave it off. So no, I can't grow a beard. I was never focused on social media before COVID because like my career was doing so well. So I was like, I don't really need to focus on this. And then COVID happened. I was like, well, I guess I'll start focusing on social media. And then I was doing exactly what the CEO of uh, Instagram was saying. And then I was just following a lot of the trends on TikTok. And then I just kind of, it went out from there. You make it sound so simple. People think it's so easy, but it's really not. It is, it is a, lot, it's a lot of work. A lot of work. Yes. Consistency, the grind. You're not just posting. You're, you're having to scroll and see like what is going to best fit you in like your style and how you're going to grow as a person and an individual. So you can either be like, do you want to be family friendly and go that route? Because you have to start thinking of other trends that are family friendly trends. Or if you don't, you want to be an F boy or F girl. You got to think of those other trends that you got to shake your booty and everything else. Make an OnlyFans. So, yeah. Exactly. Like an OnlyFans. Everybody's asking me, you're going to start an OnlyFans. I tell them, no, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm a family friendly brand. So is my fiance. We're family friendly because family friendly stuff pays a lot more. 100%. Uh, we totally agree about family friendly. In fact, mm -hmm. we got something in the works too regarding that. Yeah, we're working on a platform for, for that kind of thing. But yeah, no, family friendly is the key to the way things go now. Exactly. Yeah. So, very cool. Also, before we go on the one through 10 topics, I am curious in terms of your diet and the amount of discipline it takes and all that stuff. Cause I tried when Zach Efron was training for um, that movie Baywatch, right? He had this crazy diet. I tried it for a little bit. It was like no carbs. It was insane. I made it like an hour. It was, it was, it was not good. So <laughs> what are you doing to stay in shape so much? Cause it's like, I'm sure we, this is like a conversation we could talk about forever, but what's the main yeah. thing you're doing? I lift six days a week for about six two hours. Six days a week. For two hours every day. What about cardio? You doing cardio? Yes, I do. I do. I warm up with cardio about five or 10 minutes before my workout. And then I'll work out and I'll finish with 15 minutes of cardio after to burn everything else off. The biggest thing that people don't understand is bread. Bread is not your friend. Bread, salt, sugar, cut them out. Once you cut those out, you're going to slim down so fast, like incredibly fast. For a guy, bread just sits in your lower section and gives you that buffing top. Bread is not your friend. Yeah, I totally agree. So yeah. you're not having any cake. You're not having any. What about ice cream? What do you have? You have, a, you have a cheat meal once a week. Okay, so with ice cream, it's ice cream is difficult with me because I've cut out dairy for so long. So anytime I have dairy, it just I get really sick. So if I do have ice cream, it's like keto ice cream or like non-dairy or anything like that. But yeah, I'll have a I'll have a cheat meal. Of course, everybody, everybody deserves a cheat everybody meal. Or got a cheat. it. You're human. 
have to otherwise like what am i working for like get like a four by four proteins like not protein style but like a four by four with animal style fries but during the week if i'm if i'm just wanting something like unhealthy but still healthy at the same time i will go to in and out and get like a four by two protein style with no salt because it's just meat cheese and lettuce it's really not a big deal but i don't eat the fries no fries you have self-control that's great there's so much food in here that for my kids and I just look at them like, I want to eat it so bad, but I can't. Oh, that's good. That's dedication. Yeah. All right. Let's do the, the one through 10 segment. Okay. So we're going to pick 10 topics at random and you're going to rate them one through 10. So. Sounds good. 10, 10. You love it. Zero is awful. Don't want anything to do with it. Okay. Okay. The first topic is hot yoga. Hot yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. You like it. Have you done it before? Yeah, I have. It's it's good. If it's a good alternative to like not wanting to work out for the day and still getting a workout in, because yoga's yoga's nice. It's stretching like all your body parts, but you're sweating like crazy during it. So it's it's also nice too. I get over it after a while. <laughs> Towards the end, I'm like, all right, my feet are slipping off the mat. But other than that, yeah, it's it's good. I think I did it. I think I've done it like two times my entire like lifting career <laughs> yeah um, i go to 24 so they don't really have like a hot yoga plan before when i was going equinox they did so it was like included in your plan so seven on the hot yoga all right okay. next topic is amazon 10 10 wait the jungle or amazon like prime? No, we're amazon. the website amazon.com question uh 10 all the way yeah for sure yeah. Use it for your kids for like gifts, like toys and stuff. Everything goes through Amazon if they want a certain toy. When you go on Target, you you don't get what you went there for. Like Amazon, you go online and you buy a bunch of stuff you didn't mean to buy. And you're just like, okay. And it comes the next day. Sometimes it comes the same day. So I'm like, that's sick. It's scary good. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I agree. That's a yeah, that's 10 out of rating. I mean, what, what would we do without Amazon nowadays? Get in the car and drive to Target? <laughs> And be frustrated, yeah. All right, number three. All right, ketchup on a hot dog. I mean, that's that's a classic, so I'm not to say ten, but ten. I don't like hot dogs. You don't no, like hot, hot dogs, dog. really? Hot dogs are disgusting because of what's in them. You mean? Yeah, they're they taste good, but they're so gross and so bad for you. I just don't eat it. That's actually how hot dog got its name because they didn't know what was in it, so they. They joked it, it was dog meat, so they called them hot dogs. It's literally just a bunch of scraps of different meats put together in a tube, and they just, yeah. I was like, so, that's. So, how can you give it a 10 then? He's giving the ketchup <laughs> on the hot dog a 10. Ketchup, okay, a dog and a beer at a game, that's a 10 out of 10. That's a classic no brainer. So, mm -hmm. you, you have, have it. If you were at a game, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't know hot dog for you ever. No scenario, I'm going to see you eating a hot dog. Not never. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Very well, rare. It could be for a role in a movie. Yeah. All, all right. right. 10 on the ketchup on the hot dog. All right. Let's make it make our way here. Uh, we're going to number four now. Okay. Walking a dog. Oh, yeah. 10. I have a dog. What kind of dog you got? German Shepherd. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he walks me sometimes. Actually, I just bought a go-kart that I can ride on the streets. So I just take his ball and I just drive and he just chases after his ball. <laughs> what, what's the dog's name? Achilles. Achilles? Achilles. Yeah. Nice. All right. We're getting a lot of tens here. This is good. All right. Number five. Okay. Number five. Haunted houses. Ten. I love haunted houses. Oh, wow. <laughs> good if they're good. 
we went to knots a few weeks ago and that was not the greatest from like a scary standpoint or just the experience of it was bad I don't really get scared. I know where they're coming. I and mean, when they're going to like pop out and stuff. Gotcha. But normally 10 out of 10. Dude, yeah. you're a happy guy. I like this. Normally we go through yeah. these topics. We hit some zeros right away. You're like, that works a 10. This is great. I love yeah, it. Bro. All right. Number six. All right. Horoscopes. Yeah. You know what? I, that's, that's, I don't believe in horoscope. Yeah. It's all BS. Like I look at everybody else's horoscopes. I'm like, that could pertain to me too. Like, what the heck? LA people, I find LA girls love it a lot. It's uh, they like to talk about it. All right, so the, that's a zero on the horoscopes. Yeah, zero totally, horoscopes. Totally meaningless. Right. The horoscopes. I'm making our way down. Seven. All right, Jello. Jello. I haven't had Jello in years. Um, I'll give it a six. Like I don't know. Six. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't had Jello in forever. If, what if, hang on? What if I made bread? If you came over to my house and said, hey, Chase, I just baked this bread, would you have a oh. piece or you strictly don't have it? It depends on the bread. If you made banana bread, for sure snagging some of that. Regular white bread? You're not? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, bro, what? why are you making bread? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would make, if I knew how to make bread, if I had the time, I would make bread. I just love bread. I'm a big bread guy. But but then I have to do triple the amount of cardio to make up for it. So it's not worth it. Yeah. So, a lot of cardio for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare. All right. Number eight. Almost done here. All right. Playing slot machines. Oh, yeah. 10 for sure. Yeah. Um, this is where I've won all my jackpots. Really? Slot? In the casino, your, your go-to is the slot machine. And the high limit slot room, top, I hit top dollar. I put $100 in one pool. Seventeen thousand dollars. No, on your first pull, first pull, boom, seventeen grand. I walked in super drunk too, and I was just like, "All right, oh, whatever." Never been the high roller limit room, so I was like, "Let's check it out." And put a hundred dollars in, pulled it, and it won. And then the crazy part is, I was like, "What is this machine?" Put a hundred dollars in that one, and I pull it for eight grand. Like, oh, cool beans! <laughs> Get the hell out! So of you're here. serious? You pull one, seventeen not- grand. That's crazy, man. So your favorite <laughs> slots are the Wheel of Fortune? Wheel of Fortune and Top Dollar. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. How often are you in, in Vegas playing, this, playing the slots? So my dad lives in Pahrump, Nevada. So, I mean, I, I try to go out there like at least once or twice a month. Oh, okay. Cool. I go in with $300 and I'm like, if I lose this, I'm done. It's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Just go um, and know you're going to lose that. And if you come out with anything above, you're, you're golden. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm above, I'll take my original 300 and I'll put it in my pocket. But like, okay, well. If I lose all this money I just made, I'm still not losing anything. You ever play blackjack, craps, or anything, or just say that's slots? I will play craps all night. Yeah? Blackjack? Nah. I mean, I've I've had some luck with blackjack. I've also had really bad luck with blackjack, so I don't mm-hmm. I try to get away from that. But I love craps. There was one time I was just rolling for like a sink a solid hour. I was just winning. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I've won. I've won a lot of money with craps so and it's fun too just throwing the dice I'm like this is big you meet a, you meet a lot of people at the table too you know people yeah. it's like a good if social thing if you're winning you make a lot of friends a lot of friends yeah 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 all right two more to go number nine all right number nine all right neckties like a like you, a tie yeah like a like a tie, like a tie. Wear, yeah like a tie where it's a suit uh, Ooh, i'm gonna say I'm going to say six out of 10. 
because I personally don't like anything. I like the way ties look on, like, they look nice on me and, like, other gentlemen and, and ladies, too, if they wear it. But I don't like something around my neck for long periods of time because it just, like, it bothers my Adam's apple and stuff. And then I just like the open collar look on suits for me, personally. If you're going to a wedding, are you not wearing, okay. you're not rocking a tie? No tie for you? Yeah, that's not going to fly with her. I for sure have to wear a tie. <laughs> She's going to make you wear a tie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this last one? This is the last one. Let's see if we end on a 10. Sometimes we've got a lot of 10s here. I think we might end on it. Let's see. Let's see what it is. Number 10. Okay, this one may be apt. Wedding DJs. Like instead of a wedding band, a wedding DJ. Oh, if it's a good DJ, yeah, 10 for sure. Like, like if Marshmallow comes... DJ's your wedding. That's a 20, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chase looked at you like, we nuts. Whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> that mouse comes through. I'm like, all right. DJ's girls okay. <laughs> yep. So are yeah. you doing, so at your wedding, have you picked out a DJ or doing a band? Have you figured all that out yet? What's cool about our venue is that all the flowers, the DJ, and the cake are included. Perfect. All right, number 10 on DJs. Cool. Well, that concludes the one through 10 portion of the show so before we wrap up is there anything you wanted to in particular to talk about how did you guys get started into this podcast <laughs> that's a good question that's a long story we've been working together creating apps and things like that for i don't know about 10 years now and we've gotten into nfts and actually just i got my nft book just came out you can check it out on amazon the nft handbook and we just started, we just decided, hey, let's do a podcast. And we started a few months ago. That's it. I'm still figuring out the whole NFT thing. Like I'm in stocks and like in crypto and stuff, but like the whole NFT section, I'm just, I just don't understand it. We should send him a book. Yeah, we'll send yeah, you a book. Yeah, I'll send you a copy of my book. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll check it's that a, out. It's the first worldwide published book on NFTs by Wiley Publishing. It's uh, in Walmart, Barnes & Noble, everywhere. I just came out oh. yesterday. Oh, congrats, man. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks. Is there any apps uh, that you guys did you invented? Is there anything that so I would you, know? So back a few years ago, we did a lot of emoji apps for celebrities. We did one for Brody Jenner. We did his Brody Emoji app. We did Carmel Anthony, a few NBA players. Because this is the time like when Kim Kardashian released her emoji app. Everyone wanted their own emoji. We did a ton of those. We have Abroad, which is we work with an influencer, Talia Skane. She's influencer from Australia. And she was actually the number one app in Australia when we launched. It was about travel and what to do in each city when you travel. But of course, COVID kind of killed that a little bit. But we're making a comeback with that. And then, as Matt mentioned, we're working on a, this wholesome fans thing, this influencer content thing that we're working on. We're going on for about a year now. We're going to launch it probably in the next few months. Yeah, basically, it's like OnlyFans, but there's no nudity or anything like that. We call it Wholesome Fans. So, and that should be out, you know, within a few weeks. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely jump on that. It's all like family-friendly stuff? So it's completely family-friendly, yeah. Yeah, no nudity, no, yeah, it's, it's basically the idea of OnlyFans, but from a clean perspective. So people, oh. because we deal with a lot of influencers and people, and no one wants to join OnlyFans for that reason, because of the nudity and the reputation of it. Um, yeah. So we're trying to solve that problem in like a family safe way. So we've been, we've been developing that together for about a year and a half and we're going to launch that soon. I think it's mostly OnlyFans reputation. Like if you do go on, like, cause I know friends who have OnlyFans, but they don't post anything like that. They just post like BTS, like modeling shoots or stuff like that, or like some film. 
finishes like maybe it's shirtless or like maybe not but they let people they like let people know on their social media that they're on OnlyFans and they just get the impression other people get the impression that they're just doing nude and so it'd be nice to have a, a platform like that where it's just only like family friendly fun content so exactly that's, yeah that's really cool yeah oh yeah we will definitely keep you posted on that yeah yeah let me know i'll definitely jump on it all right awesome so chase it's been really great having you this it's been a lot of fun and i'm sure fans are, are really going to enjoy it and uh, hey we'll keep in touch we'll let us know how things are going i'll send you my book and we'll obviously we'll, we'll keep you posted about the uh, wholesome fans as well perfect thank you guys i appreciate you guys having me on here i had a lot of fun For all sure, right great it was great Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 1 through 10 podcast.